Welcome to Not So Man So Nice Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. Today's episode 29. Gifted females who effin' rock. Yes. I was gonna say fuck it and I just said effin' because I've censored myself that much. I know. It's terrible. I'm kind of sorry, but not sorry. Let it out. Fuck, 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 Gifted fuck, fuck. Gifted females who fucking rock. Yes. Um, the last two weeks. We've done some DC ones, we've done some Marvel ones, mm-hmm. but we also realize that there are plenty more awesome, kick-ass women who don't fall into those universes. True. Um, we did a poll on Twitter that was talking about if you could pick anybody to kind of be on your, I don't know, superhero squad, mm-hmm. uh, what out of the list would you pick? <laughs> Sorry, your face, though. <laughs> we actually have to edit this out. What do I have to say again? Banana? Mm-hmm. Mm. How about iced vanilla latte? PSL. PSL? Pumpkin spice latte. Oh my god, I hate fucking pumpkin spice. I know, that's why. <laughs> alright, alright. PSL, PSL. Okay. Okay, so on our Twitter, we posted which obscure gifted female would you want on your quote-unquote superhero squad. And the reason why we worded it that way, because some of these people you wouldn't think right. as, as superheroes. So the choice was between Hermione, Willa Rosenberg, the Doctor, because hello, she counts, mm-hmm. and Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. And of course, I mean, you could use that to be the original kind of lame. I, I, I loved it back then. Or this new, like, total kick-ass right. Netflix one. <laughs> uh, and the winner was Hermione, but it was close with the Doctor okay. coming in second. All right. And she does totally count. That was actually another poll that I just put up there because she was one of the ones that I, I wanted to talk about. Uh, was if she she counts as a, a, a badass gifted universe woman and Twitter says she does. So, so that she counts. counts. Yeah. No. Um I for one have loved this new season with the female doctor and I was one of the ones that when they're like, Oh, the next doctor might be a female I was like, No, like you can't do that. It's gonna change the show so much and then they did it. Thor, I'm just saying. <clears throat> Right, yeah. But then they, they did it, and I, I set aside all of my, like, prejudices or whatever, and I watched it, and she's, she's like me. She's awkward <laughs> and quirky and a little too peppy at times. And I was just like, oh my god, they turned me into the doctor. Yes! <laughs> yes! But that's why it's so important for us to sit down and talk about these other women who... Are awesome. Definitely. I know you had some really good notes. I have a lot of good notes. I know. You didn't bring your notes, did you? I didn't. Uh, you never do. Well, because I, I got a little <laughs> sidetracked with the, the questions that I had asked you. Okay, yeah. And I kind of went on a tangent with those. Okay. All right. All mm-hmm. right. Do you just want me to talk about the ones I have written down then? Yeah. Let's. let's... All right. All right. Let's do this. Another one of me talking a lot again. Uh, I'll respond. I'll put in my two cents. You know, for We've the DC drinking. one, the DC one, I was like, I'm going to be talking, and then you totally talked. I like, did. the whole thing. I know. <laughs> it was kind of awesome. It's that Leo and me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all good. I got it, too. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> We're such assholes. All right. So, 
Um, first one I have is Xena Warrior Princess. Lucy mm-hmm. Lawless, show ran from September 4th, 1995 to June 18th, 2001. One season more than Hercules, where she was originally featured and seen. Um, created by John Sholian? Sholian? And Robert Tippert. Um, unbeatable fighter with a heart brought out by her sidekick, Gabrielle, another badass female. Yes. Played by Renee O'Connor. Um, she has formidable weapon skills, possibly descendant of Amazons. They touch on that in some of the, like, fanfic kind of stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't follow into that a whole lot, but I remember watching Xena. Me too. I remember seeing her on Hercules when they did the... It was kind of funny. It was actually reruns, but... <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right. But then they they actually aired all of her season stuff, and mm-hmm. I remember watching it all. Me like, too. It was... I mean, we so were pretty young, too, and to, right. to have this... Badass, badass warrior princess to kind of you know idolize or whatever i just remember like being like oh i'm gonna take karate and i'm gonna learn how to fight and thank you right yeah i'm a brawl i actually was a brawler for a little while but we don't need to talk about that <laughs> um <laughs> but like that breastplate and her costume like it was kind of sexist but not really like yeah it was a short skirt but it was a warrior's outfit right and she had like the the pauldrons and like mm-hmm. you know she actually was covered except for that little bit of thigh and her arms yeah so like that's pretty amazing she too. looked like a warrior she did she just looked like some hot piece of ass they did though really she good job. still looked like a hot piece of ass well yeah because she was a hot piece of yes ass. but still she i still, still is mm, she aged well oh my yes lucy lawless mm-hmm. looks amazing Have, did you see her in uh agents of shield at all yes oh my god i was like you look the same as you did when you were in xena it's not fair it's not fair it's probably botox i doubt it she looks natural oh so like as much as I want to be like, that shit's fake. I don't think it is. I, mean, I don't even want to bag on her if she got some Botox. I no. just want an excuse to actually get some. <laughs> Jess, you don't need any Botox. You're beautiful. Aww. You're so beautiful. Hey. Plus, if you get Botox, you're going to look weird because you're already like... <laughs> That's so true. It is. She's already got the like tight face and like the cheekbones and like if she I gets just, Botox, she's gonna look weird. I just want to take a picture of this one wrinkle for, oh my God. for her listeners. But just like just, that one wrinkle. It, just bothers me so much. <laughs> it only pops out when you're like frustrated or thinking too hard. So you're fine. So <gasps> all the time. <laughs> what? Burn. I'm sorry. We have been drinking a bit. This is we the have. real reason why I'm never gonna be a princess. <laughs> No. You can't knock yourself now. Come on. No, I'm knocking the wrinkle. <laughs> you just can't. You gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suck. We uh, we have been drinking. Are we gonna edit this out? <laughs> Fuck no. We're keeping this shit in. <laughs> yes. All right. So Zena, Zena was badass. <laughs> Zena was badass. All right. I'm moving on to my list now. All right. Good. <laughs> Next one is Anne Fluck. Oh my god. Animator Peon? Peter. <laughs> no, I can't talk. All right. We're editing that out. <laughs> Animator Peter Chung. Air, di- air date. Fuck this. Air date. MTV's Liquid Television in 1991. Her own series in 1995. Yeah. The amazing part about the Liquid Television one is there was almost no dialogue in her shorts. Mm-hmm. And she still got, got a her cult own freaking follower. Yeah. And it was amazing. But mm-hmm. she's so fucking kick ass. Uh, known for her black dominatrix style wear, impressive acrobatics, her assassin skills, spy skills. Um, the animated shorts were originally dialogue free. Okay, yeah, I already said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Series introduced dialogue, but it was very limited. She still, it was mostly grunts or like it was. And they, yeah, they it, incorporated it was, a great story in there. But if. if- before they started making movies in the comic book style, mm-hmm. 
we had Anne Flux yeah. that was very much set up in that way, like with the shorts, because, I mean, yeah, there's, there's dialogue in comic books, you know, written in or whatever, but right. a lot of good comics just basically go off of the artwork, and that was something that, <clears throat> pardon me, Anne Flux was able to do. Right. Peter Chung did a really good job yeah. with that. Like, the, yeah. It was it, so beautifully done. It really I mean, was. like, graphic and gory at times, but in that very comic type Right. In a very comic-type world. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, when it was on MTV's late-night show, they did, like, a cartoon Mm -hmm. run, because they were not doing the music videos at that point in the day or whatever. Yeah. I remember sneaking into... It was either my parents' room or our living room, because we only had two TVs. But, um... And I remember watching it at night, like mm-hmm. late at night. And oh, when it was, it was, it was when I was at my grandparents' house, I used to watch that all the time because they didn't care what I watched on the TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my parents didn't either, but they really didn't care at my grandparents' house because right. they went to bed and I didn't. You yeah. know. <laughs> so we, I'd watch Anne Flux all the time. And actually, for my birthday two years ago, hubby got me the complete animated series. Excellent. I watched it like five times. Yeah. And it was like two years ago. Anyway. Um, Movie, we don't we don't like talking about the movie, but I gotta I gotta say something about it. Um, movie in two thousand five with Charlize Theron did not do the character in the series and the series justice, but standalone. If you didn't watch the cartoon ever and don't mm-hmm. really know about it, it was very interesting and the concept behind the story that they put in the movie, which is not the same story as the comic or the or TV show. Um, it was it was interesting how they did it. Like, with the whole... I never ended up watching it because I was just like, what? Because, like, if you look at any of the movies that they've tried to adapt from, like, or adapt from comic books from video games, like, they're so poorly done. Like, Resident Evil did a good job, I think, in that, but, um, like, if you look at, like, Final Fantasy and stuff, whenever they tried to do the the movies of Final Fantasy, and they were pretty subpar. That's true. Um, But once you fall in love with the storyline, too... It's hard when they change it. That's, yeah. That was the hardest part about watching it. I yeah. remember watching it, and Charlize Theron did a good job with the acrobatics. Her look obviously was different because Anne Flux is not a normal human being. Yeah. Right. She's like, you her know, proportions an inch are... around her waist. That's yeah. not... Nope. So no one could really do that. Yeah. But um, they still did the really cool Black Dominatrix style, like, gear for her, and that was right. cool. And then... Um, one I like of her coworkers you... too was acrobatic and like had the full body suit and with the the hand the hands for feet. Oh right! And that was neat how they did that. Like they added that in. She's only in like two episodes of the show, but it was cool that she was in the movie and that they right. actually did that for it. Well, I like how you said if you look at it as like a standalone yeah. type thing, because even you know talking about Doctor Who, <clears throat> whenever they switched from David Tennant to Matt Smith, this is before I fell in love with Matt Smith. Um... I was so mad. I was like, no, I don't... Like, and David Tennant's, like, final, like, words are, I don't want to go. And the entire fandom felt that. uh, And I refused to watch when the new season started. I was just like, no, fuck that. Who's this Matt Smith guy? (laughs) And one of my girlfriends was like, no, Jess, just, like, give it a try. Because they did the first episode of his his series so well that it did feel like a different show. So if you look at it... As, you know, the Matt Smith series is its standalone type right. thing. Like, it's, it's a little bit easier better. to accept it, but yeah. I think being a Whovian, you're going to get pissed off anytime your doctor regenerates anyways. So. Right. When it changes. And... 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, now so, they're talking about Jodie Whittaker is going to be leaving after this season. Why? I know. Don't the other doctors get a couple of seasons? It was something about, like, they're changing showrunners, and that was the only reason why Jodie Whittaker signed on. Oh. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, they don't give her, like, two seasons? Only having one doctor for one season is, like, the ninth doctor all over again. Right. And she's so great, and she's creating such a following of all these, like, new... They should really keep her for another season. We should put, so. start a fucking petition. Yes. <clears throat> okay, listeners, you gotta help us. Yep, right. I don't even care if you don't watch Doctor Who. Just do it for me. Right? I love you. Did you want to talk a little bit more about the the Doctor? The Doctor. Of course, let's, I will always talk about the Doctor. Let's fill in this spot because this is a good <clears throat> tangent right here. Well, because you know, I was like kind of looking at it, and I was trying to think of you know people who have you know, superpowers or certain, like, super gifts or whatever for this episode, and then I started thinking about the Doctor, and I was like, okay, well, the Doctor's an alien, but so are half of these superheroes from all these different universes and everything, so I was like, okay, so that means that she could be included if that was the only criteria, Uh, but the fact that, you know, she's going around saving the world, or we'll say the doctor, you know, goes around and is saving our universe time after time after time, I really felt like if she could be included, she should be included. Some of the the heroes we have listed didn't even save the world once, so like... Exactly. So once we talk about our our little superhero squad towards towards the end, we'll we'll, we'll go into my further love for my quirky new doctor. All right. Next one I have is Witchblade, Top Cow Productions. Technically, the Witchblade is a sentient gauntlet, but the lady who ends up with it, Sarah Pezzini, this is a comic book, by the way, (laughs) in case you were wondering, um, created by Mark Silvestri, writers Brian Huberlin and Christina Z. Artist was Michael Turner, the amazing Michael Turner. Oh my god, I love Michael Turner so much. He also did Fathom. I don't know if uh, they're awesome too. But anyway, Sarah Pizzini is New York New York Police Department homicide detective who comes into contact with it and then ends up being the host because the it bonds with hosts. Uh, there's actually a couple other hosts in the series, like even a guy, which normally Witchblade only picks females, but it's it's crazy, but whatever. Um provides them with a variety of powers to fight off the darkness. Um, if you've never ever checked out Witchblade, there's a TV series, there's a movie. I have never actually watched any of those things, but the whole comic book is really cool. It was my second love after Catwoman. Yeah. And then Michael Turner totally turned me on to Fathom, which is another amazing series about basically mermaids. I don't know. It sounds kind of silly, but they're really awesome. I think it sounds pretty kick-ass. I don't know. And then they, he has another one, which I'm going to check out, that has to do with... Um, winged people they're not fairies but they have wings and the the power it's really cool and i cannot remember what it's called but he has his own um comic book brand now so it's pretty cool yeah anyway so yeah that and then my last one that i have to bring up and pay a little bit of homage (laughs) to because i have to because we grew up with this kind of and it's back again and it's back again and our our oldest kiddos grew up with this mm-hmm. so like um powerpuff girls yes badass females albeit small ones but still 
Yes. Great. Tiny little furry balls. <laughs> furry balls. Fury. fury. <laughs> Not furries. Fury balls. <laughs> there might balls. be an episode where they dress up as animals, but I don't think they're furries. Um, <clears throat> Apparently Facebook thinks I am now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you wear a cat suit and sit on me, okay? <laughs> Which sounds way more sexual than it was. Which actually sounds like exactly like something we would actually do. <laughs> it's true. We're going to have to take an actual picture now. Um, I will definitely buy a cat onesie. I might just do it now. Okay, we're recording. Okay. All right, all right sorry. Powerpuff sorry. Girls. Powerpuff Girls. Um, <laughs> created, by Craig Mc... <laughs> created by Craig McCracken. Uh, November 18th, 1998 till March 25th, 2005 would be the run date. Um, obviously, it's a kid's cartoon. It's a kid's show, technically, although it ended up being loved by a variety of ages and has a great following even though the series ended it still has a following now you know the same thing happened with my little pony yeah but they redid the, it though the new one yes yeah. because the makers of powerpuff girls is actually who did the, the newer new my little pony mm -hmm. and that's when they sparked this whole new movement called bronies yep where these <laughs> boys loved my little pony and like they have this like crazy huge like right? cult following for yeah. that too you know what you do you right yeah Exactly. All right. So, made up of sugar, spice, and everything nice, and Chemical X. <laughs> Blossom Bubbles and Buttercup. Check them out if you never have, because it's worth at least a look, because it's actually pretty good. They even have some adult humor in there, and it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty great. Especially if you were a part of the generation that got a kick out of Dexter's Lab, oh, you're, yeah. you're going to love the Powerpuff Girls' yep. sense of humor. Like, I loved the, um, oh, what was the secretary's name? I can't remember. But it, like, it's such a sexist show, because yeah. you're like, you, never see, you never see her face. If you see her from behind, it's just, like, her long red hair, and she's, like, shaped impossibly like an hourglass yeah. and then you see her from the front it's just like boobs and hips <laughs> it's just like wow <laughs> it's so funny but yes yeah i mean that's that's just it like that humor and it could be it's one of those things like a lot of um that could be totally offensive now if they you know but come on oh yeah like have you tried going back and watching old bugs bunny Oh my god. It's terrible. I had an argument with someone on Facebook about this, because they were all hung up on Big Mouth, okay? Which, yeah. Get me, don't get me wrong, that show is awful. Like, it is awful. Yes. But it's not new. Every single, every single generation has that cartoon or that show or that movie or whatever that pushes those boundaries. Bugs Bunny taught me that it's okay to cross-dress and use my feminine wilds to get what I want. Right? Just Absolutely. Saying. You know? I mean, and you look at things like <laughs> Family Guy and American Dad, and we have so many of these shows yeah. that are totally pushing the lines. Like, yeah. um, Metalocalypse was another one, Push yeah. Boundaries. I mean, I, I think it was on Family Guy where there was the the prom night dumpster baby singing the song. Yep, yep. You know, I'm just a prom night dumpster baby, and he's yep. using the umbilical cord, like, swinging it around, and I was just, I had oh to turn it God. off. I was like, okay, that's... That's my limit. <laughs> but the fact that we, we can't, we've gotten to a place in the world where we do have so much more free speech. Right. And somebody's going to be offended by everything. Oh, yeah, everything. <clears throat> Even some of the shit we say, like saying shit and fuck and damn and having five minutes of us saying testicles. That's going <laughs> to offend somebody. But, but they don't have to listen. The, exactly. <laughs> you can turn it off. And that's just it. Like, I know that the the argument was about how it's ruining our children and and it's not a good influence for our kids and it's like okay that shows rated mature audiences only yeah there are settings on things netflix which is where it airs where you can turn it off mm -hmm. so your kids can't access that shit 
without, you know, a password or whatever. Yeah. Um, granted, you have to be careful about that, because if you give your kid a password for one thing, they're going to keep that shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there's ways around it. And I think our, our generation being so tech savvy in the first place have a really good base on how to prevent that. Right. And that gets me every time. Like, if you're smart about it, then yeah. you don't have to worry about it. It's just like um, <clears throat> Selena Gomez. She, you know, started off on, I believe she started on Wizards of Waverly Place mm-hmm. and, you know, in Disney yeah, and all Disney. that. Yep. <clears throat> and then so once she, you know, came into age, as so many of these young actresses and singers do, Miley she Cyrus. started singing, you know, more adult content. And right. one of the songs that she released when she was like 20 or 21 um, was talking about looking good for you and talking about, like, clothes being crumbled on the floor. And this mom, like, went off about it and be like, oh, but my daughter looks up to her and she's not setting a good example. Right. Okay, honey, <laughs> like, you can tell your daughter what she can and cannot listen to. That is you, you can explain to your child that this is a grown woman who is comfortable in her body and wants to look good for her man. Right. You want her to be a feminist? Then the teacher that she doesn't have to look good for some man or some woman or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, it's up to you. It goes back to our not raising, raising competent assholes. assholes. Yep. Like, <clears throat> just just raise your child and quit pointing blame everywhere else. Exactly. Oh, my God. I remember. That was a fun um, tangent. That was a fun tangent. And I'm not going to continue it too much more. I promise. <laughs> You're good. Let's do it. <laughs> but, I mean, that that is, that is, it's such a prevalent thing right now. Like. Like the violent video games thing. I remember mm-hmm. when, when Columbine happened, which was tragic and horrible and yeah. awful. We were freshmen. Right? And I, I remember going through that and that yeah. whole thing. But like that whole blaming of like Marilyn Manson and violent video games. Right? You are in control of what your kids do and watch and see. Exactly. Granted, teenagers will do their well, own thing. Yeah, they'll go over to their friends' houses. Like, I wasn't right. allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up, and so what would I do? I would go, go to, to my house. your house, <laughs> or we'd go to your grandparents' house, right. and we would watch these shows. But there's also a conversation that can be had. Exactly. My mom talked to us all the time about that kind of all stuff. All the time. All the time, because that was the important part. Open we grew communication up on, is important. We grew up on um, <clears throat> Tom and Jerry. And we're not chasing each other around. With knives and... Not anymore. Well, I mean, even when we did, it wasn't so dangerous. Like, (laughs) I was a pretty careful kid. For as much stupid shit as we did, I... It's true. I'm pretty careful. Yeah. Like, I mean, really. Yeah. Like, okay, we're gonna gonna do this stupid thing, but, but, we're gonna have the hose handy in case we light a fire, and someone's gotta have a phone to call 911 in case this shit goes bad. All right, go. I was told about to call us out on something we did, and then I was like, no, there doesn't need to be auto proof for that. No, no, we don't need to actually talk about it. Are we past the statute of limitations? We might be. I mean, and they have to prove it, and I mean... We probably are, and there's no proof, because we always clean up. We can't be like, we, I did this, or like Sarah Naaman did Hypothetically. Hypothetically, though. If you pour napalm down a road towards the railroad tracks... Have water handy. And not real napalm. No, like homemade napalm. Which we're not going to talk about how we did it. We're <laughs> or not. didn't do it. Or didn't do it. Uh, or maybe lighting a biffy on fire at a park. Hypothetically was, speaking, that's like a gate to there. hell. If you open that biffy and the air gets in there, holy shit. Hypothetically, it's awful. I did. I was not there You for were that. not there for that. No. But oh my god. We did some really bad things. <laughs> Hi, listeners. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a delinquent or anything. I kind of was a delinquent. But not really. You know what? I was a careful delinquent. We were a careful... And we pretty... We're better now. We're better now. (laughs) I had... Well, like, like with with our our drinking buddy 
friend group. I always yeah. made sure we had a sober person. Mm-hmm. If we always had babysitters. Driving. Oh yeah, we always we pointed al- those. You always make sure because, like, we knew that somebody was going to get stupid, right? So we we made sure that the one person wasn't stupid. wasn't stupid. Or sometimes we had to mix up the ratio and have like two babysitters. You know, it depended how many of us were drinking <laughs> and who all was there because some people <laughs> needed two babysitters to themselves. Which, I can think not of two people. That shit, but I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, we always like if anyone's driving, they if they were drinking, they could not have their keys back, no right. matter what. I have gotten into brawls about that shit, mm-hmm. but let me tell you right now, I win. Yeah, it's true. Uh huh. I wouldn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can. I wouldn't know this. You would know this. But mm. We didn't. We never fought. Fought. No. 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 It's more you just telling me to quit yelling all drunk and Perkins when I was underage. That happened, yes. A lot. A lot. <laughs> God bless them. Jess, you're going to get us thrown out and arrested. Especially because you guys, this Perkins <laughs> that we decided to go hang out in all night after drinking. It would be like 2 o'clock in the morning. It was right across the street from a police station. Right across the street. And we were like 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. She wasted. And when I say she wasted, it was mostly me with Jen being probably tipsy at that point and just trying to shove chicken tenders down my throat. Unless I was driving, to, then I wouldn't to get drink, me. Yeah, yes. that's true. To get yep. me to shut up. Just stop. Here's another fry. Look, I dipped it in ranch for you. My God, yes, she would. <laughs> I'm a good babysitter. <laughs> we sound like awesome people right We do. Now. We sound like awful people, actually. But it's fine. No, it's okay. Should we maybe tangent off of this, like, th- tangent and talk about our uh, lady squad? Yes. Okay. So <clears throat> when I presented this idea to Jen, I'm just going to admit that I entitled it The Spice Force 5, um, which 99% of you don't understand at all. That's okay. But there's this movie that the Spice Girls put on called Spice World, and in it there's this whole, like... Spice Force 5 thing. Where Spice Force 5 thing. They're, like, secret agents, and it's the Spice Force 5. Um, so I thought it would be fun to, if we could take five women from any genre fandom universe where they have to be gifted women um, and make our own squad, mm-hmm. who would we pick? So we're going to start with Jen. You always do this to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You like it. I do. <laughs> it's attention, right? No, I'm not an attention whore, I promise. <laughs> Leo. Um, I am, but I'm not because my rising sign's Taurus. I know. We're really right? grounded. So just saying. Um, anyway, <laughs> hi listeners. Are you enjoying our drunken conversation about badass fucking females? Because I am. We are so much more fun whenever we've loosened up a little. We ha- we are, but we also ramble a lot more. You know what? If you are, if, like, just give us some feedback right now. Would you like to hear more drunken ass episodes or more like maybe structured sober ones? They didn't say anything, so I think they want more drunkenness. Okay, we're okay. good. Okay, Let's we're good. It. Let's go. Right. My lady squad. Because I'm not calling it a Spice Force 5. <laughs> you could call it your Ocean's 5. No. Damn it. I like my lady squad. Like the lady pod squad. What? Like the lady pod squad. Yep. All right. <laughs> so, I have Colleen Wing from Iron Fist. Kung Fu Master. Mm-hmm. Super good fighter. Super attractive. Just saying. Um, <laughs> 
Oracle from Birds of Prey. I talked to about her mm-hmm. on our DC episode. She's the former Batgirl, accomplished hacker, and weapons expert. Weapons expert. She Hulk, smart and birth strength, like that whole lawyer thing. She can get us yeah. out of things. Just saying, right? <clears throat> and Flux, assassin and spy. You gotta have that down low, killer. Um, and then Saifa <laughs> uh, from Castlevania. She's a badass witch, harness the power of the spirits, can control the elements. If you have never seen Castlevania. The TV show that's on Netflix right now. Look up on YouTube her her finishing move. Saifa's ice split. Ice wall split. I don't know. It's fantastic. She does awesome things. Just saying. She's my badass witch woman. It's amazing. That's a good list. It is. Yeah. I thought long and hard about this. Did and you? I did not just come up with it when you came over today. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. No, I actually did think a lot about it. I had about six different versions of this list and I really like was having such a hard time narrowing it down and so I was like you know what I'm gonna get there and I'm just going to just go from the heart which always turns out terrible so have fun with this guys I broke it up into like the five different traits that you would really probably want Mm -hmm. um my wild card pick would be the doctor the female incarnation of the doctor um, there's things they can do as time lords, though, like... Time like, travel? Time travel. So, like... I mean, yeah. seriously, the Doctor has saved, like, how many different races from extinction or whatever, and has saved our planet how many different times from whatever. Exactly. I sound like I know a lot about Doctor Who right now. Uh, anyways... You're a of course you do. Whatever. Uh, Don't be ashamed, stand proud. I love Doctor Who. Uh, for magic, I would probably pick Willow. Just because it's Willow, and Dark Willow was pretty terrifying and oh. wonderful, um, and we could we could bring her back. Uh, my tech savvy would probably be Batgirl, uh, because I mean, all their tech, especially if you like look at like the the Christopher Nolan Batman. Oh yeah, like all those different cool tech gadgets would just be oh. pretty helpful. And if you, I think Batgirl is what uh, Gordon. Isn't she Gordon's niece or daughter or something? So, like, she grew up in mm-hmm. Gotham and, like... Yeah. And then, like, my tank would probably be X-23, because then you get the brute force and you have, like, the whole, you know, regeneration. Dude. And then... I guess maybe Jean Grey for telekinesis purposes. Uh, she's got a lot of different cool attributes. Yeah. But, she's, yeah, so that's my list. She's one of the most powerful mutants, with the exception of Scarlet Witch, so... I know, and that was really <laughs> hard. Like, I was like, okay, because well, Scarlet Witch was obviously on one of my lists, along with Sif. Yeah. Um, those were the ones I, I kind of wanted to explore further, oh, but we didn't... Lady Sif. Yes, yeah, so we didn't oh, do it on the Marvel ones, and so I was like, I well... Yeah. And then we could have brought in the Valkyries and all of that, but I think... Well, I mean, I'm sure we'll do another Marvel-based... More than likely. Episode. We love talking about them. Yes. Plus, I mean, you know, it's fun. And it seems to be well-received, which is great. Obviously, Buffy was our highest yeah. listened to ones, which is amazing. Um, we might delve back into Joss Whedon's universe. Yeah, I think we're probably going to try to do, like, a series of Joss Whedon ones where yeah. um, kind of talk about we can talk about Angel because we, you know, talked a little bit of obviously the crossover between right. Buffy and Angel. Um, but then we can also talk about, you know, his tie in with Marvel and um uh, Dr. Horrible sing along blog. Oh yeah. 
Which will probably get its own episode. All right. We're going to make notes. I'm going to make notes. <laughs> I know. We, we talk about all these things that we want to do for you guys, and we are trying to get better at actually writing them down so that we can deliver. One of the things that we are doing now, um, we finally got ourselves organized enough to have a good shareable Google Docs between the two of us, because yeah. right now we've been like taking notes separately and then trying to convene, and we don't always talk to each other every day. Yeah, and so if we like, do, it's something so short because, you know, we've talked about sharing a daughter. So, you know, we're like, oh, there's a doctor's appointment or whatever. Right. But whenever it's actually podcast time, we get very little time to sit down and collaborate in person. Right. So we're trying to get better at using Google Docs right. to prepare for our episodes so they're a little bit more structured. I mean, obviously, we've heard the feedback that you love our, our crazy little tangents, <laughs> but... Uh, we can, we can also just see by our listens which episodes are doing better, and they tend to be the ones that are more structured. Right. Have a clearer, like, purpose. Yeah. Um, one of the things we're doing on our Google Docs, though, is going back through and mm-hmm. making note of everything we were saying that we do or trying to do that we haven't really gotten to yet. Uh, like our male perspective episode. We've been yes. talking about that forever, and we need to get that done Unfortunately, the guests we had backed out of it, kind of, and it's been really hard to schedule things. Yeah. And... Well, and now that we're coming back into winter again, it's going to be that much harder to right. schedule with that person. Um, so we're working on it. But, uh, yeah, we'll get that in the works. And then, yeah. you know, my mother might be coming into town. Yeah. So, so... we might get that done. Well, hopefully... we were going to do a Count the Y'alls episode. Like, our yes. first, second, third episode, we totally pimped that, and we never did it, because... We'll do it. We'll do it, though. I'll get some Tennessee honey. We'll, we'll get this going. Yeah. Um, uh, we also, we talked to the, uh, well, half of the Just So You Know podcast boys today. We talked mm-hmm. to Chris and Drew. Hi again. And also Drew's awesome wife, Jess. Yep. Yes. Who is amazing. Yeah. We love you, Jess. She was wearing the cutest onesie. We got a picture. They were talking about the Nightmare Before Christmas, and she was wearing a Jack Skellington onesie. I'm so jealous. So jealous. See, now I have to get my kit, my cat onesie because oh. we're going to go down to Florida and wear onesies together. Yeah, okay, okay. You hear that, Jess? It's going to happen. I might not have a onesie, but I will see what I can do. Um, <laughs> the other thing we're going to do, too, totally. Mm-hmm. So we had that mug giveaway and yes. with the um, Bitmoji meme. Yeah. Caption this like it's a meme kind of thing. Right? Yeah, it's a meme. So we're gonna try and do a live action of her sitting on me in her cat suit. Mm-hmm. Which sounds We're gonna recreate the picture but in person. And we're gonna hold up cards with Drew's winning caption. Because I mean Because that's amazing. Yes. <laughs> um and we are also going to be looking at our Patreon account yeah. uh sometime today within the next week. Hopefully get that uh, set up and running. Uh, we definitely we need some new equipment. We've got a soundboard. Uh, we need some new mics for it, some odds and ends. I will end up needing a new laptop. But most importantly, we would really like to try to get down to Florida to visit the Just So You Know <laughs> podcast. Um, Collaboration Nation. Yes. Uh, and it would give us a good you know, four-day weekend to be able to record bonus content Mm. and put together some more, like, gag reels and just, like, whatever. exclusive content. Yes. 
So you can stay tuned for that. Uh, another change to our social media is now, uh, if you've listened to the past episodes, you will now have the wrong Twitter handle. Um, it's changed on SoundCloud, on Twitter, on Facebook, and will be changed on Instagram. So now to find us on social media, it is NSMNPod. So not so Minnesota nice pod. Uh, we just figured it would be a little bit easier for continuity between all of the platforms if we right. had the same name. Um, for everything. Yes, and having the S in there helps because there's another uh, podcast on Twitter that's NMN Podcast. Right. So we're throwing the S in. Sorry to confuse you, but hopefully it'll make it better. It will. It's Going forward, it's going to be great because then it's just one thing to look up. We're excited about it. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for liking us on Twitter, or following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook, uh, following us on Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. Yeah. Um, (laughs) As always, if you have any feedback for us, please, you know, look us up Mm -hmm. on one of the the platforms. Let us know. We're constantly striving to to do better. Right. And hope you had a wonderful holiday. We love you guys so much. Uh, uh, I have my glass. All right. Ha. Clink, clink.